Welcome to Mammal Talk, the companion podcast for the Blood Bowl Mid-Atlantic Mauling League. In this episode, we're revisiting Blood Bowl 3. Welcome to episode 27. We first reviewed Blood Bowl 3 back in March, shortly after it was released. It's been about four months now, and there was a major patch recently where a lot of changes were made. So we figured, why don't we go ahead and revisit Blood Bowl 3 and see if it's gotten any better. So without further ado, let's get right into it. I am joined once again in this episode with my friend Artificial Bunny. How's it going, my man? Hey, hey. I'm always ready to play more Blood Bowl and talk yes. about it, too. Yes, sir. So uh, I think we talked about Blood Bowl 3 back in March at the time of this recording. It's July 9th, so it's been about four months. There was a major patch in Blood Bowl 3. Um, and uh, I won't bury the lead. I think they've... They've done a whole mess of improvements with it. And we're going to talk about our our impressions of Blood Bowl 3 after the patch. Now, our initial impressions of the game were um, not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll see what we think uh, after the patch and uh, how we think the game is now and, and where we think it might be going uh, in the future. So you and I got, uh, got some time in with the game. Uh, I... I played some uh, some ladder matches. I also I played. I'm almost finished with uh, the third single player tournament as well. Um, I, I will say right off the bat, uh, the patch is great. They they've done a lot of work and have fixed a lot of a lot of issues. Yeah, um, I I'd say that this is really how it should have launched. <laughs> I, I agree. I would have been okay with it if this is how it launched. I, I completely agree. Uh, a lot of the game-breaking bugs... I, I haven't come across any game-breaking bugs uh, since the patch. The menu is navigable. I haven't had any unintentional disconnects in a game. Um, everything is responsive. Everything seems to work, at least on a basic level. Um, and, I, and as you said, that's probably how it should have launched. And so it's it's a little sad to have to say that this is a huge step forward. But it is. Yeah. It's a huge <laughs> step forward. Um, and the game works, which is good. Uh, yeah. Especially because with Blood Bowl 3, these are the new rules. And, and so everybody's really eager to, to get into Blood Bowl 3 as soon as they can um, and start playing uh, the way the game has been played since what, 2020, 2016 even. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I want to start with the multiplayer. So I, I spent some time in multiplayer. There's a new season. They call it uh, season one. I think it's the it's CCL basically, but for Blood Bowl three. Yeah, I there aren't. Played, a... I played quite a few matches on the new ladder. And yeah, what team are you playing? Uh, orcs. Orcs. Yeah. Uh, my last game was against a, a very salty orc player, but <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, it works. It works well. I can find matches pretty quickly. Um, it is still CCL like in terms of the player base. I, I don't think that's a, a criticism against Cyanide or the game, really. It's just video games in general. Uh, I had exactly one match, one match where somebody didn't concede. <laughs> so, oh, wow. I whatever. Haven't, I haven't seen a concession yet. Yeah. So. My last game was uh, today, a couple hours ago, and I was up against an orc player. And uh, man, Nuffle hated me. He he removed. I, I have a lizard team. He removed four of my six sources from the pitch. Two are injured. Oh, he, dang. <laughs> yeah, got a TD. I I was all set up to do a two turn touchdown in the first half. Dice didn't work out for me. I was zero percent on ball pickups in the first half. Then in the second half. <laughs> I got by him. He, he, you know, I, I found a hole. I got through and he GFI'd to, to base my cage that got past him, failed one GFI roll and conceded. <laughs> uh, so I guess, I guess it's either Nuffles a hundred percent with him or he doesn't want to play. <laughs> so, but the game itself worked great. Passing doesn't break the game anymore. Um, everything went smoothly except, uh, uh, I, I had a, um, oh no, that was single player. I'm, I'm confusing myself in a single player match. I had a wizard and I wasn't able to cast a fireball for some reason. I could cast zap, but I couldn't cast fireball. I'm not sure what was up with that. Um, but, but in all my online games, everything worked great. And I was very happy with how that went down. Yeah. I haven't had to use a wizard yet. So I'll, uh, I'll let you know when I do. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, did you see any problems in online at all? Uh, no, not really. Um, I actually had a fairly smooth uh, bunch of games with orcs. And uh, yeah, like it seemed like it was working well. I, I kind of felt like the there was some sort of lag in there somewhere where like some of my clicks weren't getting through or like I would occasionally have someone run some like crazy uh, <laughs> other route than what I intended and fail a, a dodge that I didn't want to make. So yeah, like generally that wasn't happening, but that's interesting because I didn't. I, I remember in, when the game first came out, it was very clear that nothing would happen until the server responded, and so that felt very, very laggy. That felt very, very delayed. Uh, the latency was huge because you mm -hmm. would click on a thing and you'd have to wait for the server to say, "Okay, I recognize you did that thing." I didn't get that in, in my games. Everything sort of felt uh, felt. I don't want to say immediate. I don't know if the problem is there is still some sort of latency or if it's just me getting accustomed to the new UI. But I will say that online felt no different to me than offline. Uh, and yeah. I was very pleased with that. <laughs> I've, I've only played a few offline games since, and mm. they seemed like they were doing okay. Yeah. So uh, it, it is night and day in terms of stability and performance uh, the game performs pretty good. Really good, I would say. And I've had no crashes. I've had no game-breaking bugs. Um, with the exception of that fireball thing, uh, 
I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased with the work they've put in, and uh, I think they've done an excellent job with this patch. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, let's talk about the UI. I, the UI hasn't really changed other than, you know, it's working now. <laughs> but um, we, we talked about this back in March. Uh, I, I get the impression just from online chatter that I'm in the minority here, but I really like the UI. I think it's great. I love the graphic design. I love the normalization of icons. For me, I think it's easier to see what is what. I noticed when I was playing online, I didn't really know you have to relearn the icons because they're totally different from BB2. But because they're all color-coded and the icons are easier to sort of see, um, the contrast is is better. I was able to – like I had wrestle on a guy and I was like, what is that? Oh, it's it's that type of skill. Oh, you know what? That's wrestle. And of course you can hover over it and look. But uh, with the timer ticking down in this game constantly, um, it, it's very helpful to – to be able to just look at a, uh, an icon and see what the skill is. I like the UI. I, I think I think the UI both in-game and in the menus is is great. Um, and it now works. What's, uh, what's your impression on the UI? Yeah, I'm, I really like the Blood Bowl 2 UI. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like they tried to fix it, even though it wasn't broken. Like, I, they're... There's some things in the new UI that I like, but I still have a heck of a time like making passes and stuff like that. Mm, where, fair enough. Like I know I know how to do it. Like the the order that you have to do it in is different than Blood Bowl 2, but like sometimes getting it to work just feels really unintuitive and yeah, yeah. They did. They did kind of double down. Well, I shouldn't say double down, but in Blood Bowl three, they want you to sort of, you know, follow the rules, so to speak, and and you have to declare your action before you do anything. I do like how in Blood Bowl two, you could sort of plot everything, and the game would smartly identify what you're trying to do, um, and so you didn't have to you didn't have to explicitly say I'm going to pass. You could just sort of plot a pass, and the game goes, oh, you must be trying to pass. Yeah, uh, in, exactly. I, I do prefer that, and I'm actually I'm kind of annoyed in Blood Bowl 3 because they still let you do it with the Blitz action. They just don't let you do it with any other action, and I find that very confusing. Either go all one way or go all the other way, but the mix really confuses me. I feel like sometimes it lets you do that with the blitz action, but I had a couple times where it didn't and it felt really unintuitive as to why it wouldn't like react the same every time. Oh, that's unfortunate. I didn't experience that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's bad, right? Especially in the heat of the game, uh, yeah. in a game like blood bowl, one turn can cost you. So that's, uh, I think that's something they really need to do. I, I do agree. I think I really wish or I hope that they go back to the sort of you can plot your turn in, uh, and it will imply what you're trying to do before you actually trigger it. Uh, and you can still you can still do it exactly like Blood Bowl 2, where in Blood Bowl 2, uh, it defaulted to allowing you to plot, um, but you could always declare it first. That was important for things like blitzes, right? When you wanted to blitz when you were based. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they can do that. And I, I think they probably should still do that. Um, I'm not sure why they're not, because again, uh, it works for Blitz at least sometimes, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not sure why they didn't do that for everything. Um, yeah. And I, did have some issues also with uh, clicking on the blitz icon at the bottom of the screen where I was clicking right on the icon, but it also decided that I wanted to run to the square that was under that icon. Oh and, uh, no. <laughs> it It's not the best feeling when uh, suddenly your guys uh, going from trying to blitz to, uh, like <laughs> running away and uh, running backwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to dodge out of uh, someone else's uh, tackle zone. Yeah. Yeah. That that's actually a, that's a, that's a big problem. If, if that's happening, they need to fix that. Cause again, I mean, that could make a break or turn. Um, I don't like how with the, that action bar, speaking of the action bar at the bottom of the screen, when you have to declare your action, unless mm-hmm. I'm doing something wrong, I, I, intuitively i just want to double click i want to single click to select it and click again to confirm but it seems like you can't do that it seems like you have to hit space bar to confirm and yeah always confuses me it feels really clunky to me yeah yeah that that actually feels like a design it feels like somebody said you know what i want to make sure to extra confirm it by making them press a thing that they're not (laughs) not even thinking about (laughs) Um, but yeah, that always throws me for a loop. I will lose, I'll lose like three or four seconds, just like fumbling about on that bar. Uh, and I don't like that. Uh, speaking of, uh, 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 changes, we, we mentioned this again back in March, but man, that, that slush timer, right? That, that chest timer is great. I love that thing. Yeah. I'll have to say in some of the matches I've had. It <laughs> it felt like my opponent was taking forever between turns because I I am so used to the Blood Bowl two two minutes and then it's your turn and just like sitting there while the other player is just feels like they're running down the clock not the yeah. best feeling fair enough uh, it it is a but, lot of time um, it's seven and a half minutes if I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, that's three, almost four turns of extra time. That's a whole yeah. quarter of extra time. It, I, I do like the idea though. I just wish they would, uh, maybe limit it to maybe 30 extra seconds per turn or something like that. 30 extra seconds per turn would, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I, or honestly, I would be know. fine with I'd be fine with a straight five minutes. I think I know it's still a lot of time, um, but I, I'd be fine with a straight five minutes. I, I did have a game. I did have a, a, a ladder game where my opponent ate up all of his time in the first half, and I it, I was like, man, what make a decision? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do I do like it mechanically, yeah, because you know we've talked about this before, and, and a lot of coaches in our league have talked about it, like. You will have one or two 
turns in a game, often in a very important game, maybe later in the competition or, or in a, in a playoff game or something where you're like, I, I have to nail this turn. I got to sit and think. And what tends to happen in Blood Bowl 2, uh, this happens to me all the time. And we've seen it happen to a number of coaches is you'll, you'll think for a minute, 30 seconds. And then all of a sudden you have 30 seconds left to action 11 people and you end up (laughs) running out of time. (laughs) Or you're trying to action that last person and then the time runs out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, was there anything else that you saw that was broken? Again, all, all I came across was that that fireball, which I was very happy. I was annoyed at the time that I couldn't cast fireball. But on on the score <laughs> compared to launch, I was very happy with uh, how the game operated. Yeah, it's, as far as uh, multiplayer broken, not so much. Uh, single player that AI is broken still. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. Yeah. So the AI uh, still sucks. <laughs> so if you're a single player, uh, if you if you only play single player, uh, if, if all you want to do is win, this is the game for you. <laughs> but <laughs> if you want a competent opponent in single player, this ain't it. To be fair, it was bad in Blood Bowl 2 as well. It looks like, at least my impression of it playing... Uh, I don't know what nine matches, whatever, however many matches you play in those first three competitions. Um, it looks like it just prioritizes total block dice. So it was trying to get three die blocks if it could. If it couldn't, it was trying to get two die blocks. Uh, if it couldn't do that, it was one die blocks. And then if it couldn't do that, it was even going for like these really dumb uphill blocks. But it didn't care about the ball. It didn't care about its formation. It was just trying to lay hits on. Yeah. And well, at least with the Blood Bowl 2 AI, it could be- beat you if you're like not paying attention or like. Yeah, well, it seemed like the Blood Bowl. Else. Yeah, the Blood Bowl 2 AI at least tried to, you know, score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, I, I also noticed that the AI, at least in my games, I don't think they ever. Like if they got a blitz event or any kickoff event where they had to do something, I don't think they did anything. I hadn't noticed that myself. Now, I don't know if that's because like the first three competitions in single player, if that's like, oh, those are easy ones. And so part of being easy is that it won't use its blitzes and stuff. I'm not sure. But it didn't like I distinctly remember it got a blitz and did nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure what was up with that. Um, well, let's talk about some features that are still missing. So, so, so far, it sounds like we're both pretty happy where, where it has gone, where it is now, as opposed to where it began. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it feels kind of bare bones now, but before it was like the archeologist was trying to put these bone fragments into some sort of, (laughs) uh, (laughs) recognizable structure and, uh, (laughs) Yeah, I, they've clearly been hard at work. Uh, they've done a lot of work. Uh, again, I understand that they were probably pressured into releasing due to the numerous delays. Uh, but to their credit, they have fixed a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. However, it still doesn't really work for league play. Like we, we in our league, we probably still can't use it. And that's uh, for three major reasons. Uh, spectating is still missing. Mm-hmm. Replays are still missing, 
and just proper league tools to like manage leagues, like in case a game goes awry or really all you can do with in your leagues is add people to a, you can create a competition, a bare bones competition. You can't really set too many variables on it. And then you can add people to it or remove people from it. That's just not enough. (laughs) Yeah. That's uh, that's a skeleton right there. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's clear that they've spent the last four months fixing bugs and I appreciate it, but there's still a long way to go before it's useful for leagues. Really? Like all Mm -hmm. of those tools are required. We, we can't stream anything if we can't spectate uh, or have replays, which is how uh, a lot of spectating at least was implemented in BB2. Um, and the league tools, they're absolutely required to make sure that leagues are not pure mayhem. Um, one thing I was excited for and is still not implemented are the depth charts. So Bubble 3 has that formation editor, which I really like the concept of. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, th- that has been fixed a little bit as well. Uh, when the game launched, if you had a formation, put 11 players on the pitch, if one of your players was removed and then you'd set up for a new drive, if you didn't have those precise players, it wouldn't let you select that formation anymore. And that was oh, wow. so obnoxious. <laughs> uh, they have since fixed that, which is great. It just subs in a sort of a rando. Like I... On my uh, single-player human team, I have a, a halfling, uh, and it just subbed him in, which would be fine, which was fine in that case because that was my 12th player. But really, I'd like to see some depth charts where I can say, for this guy, sub this guy in, and if he's not available, sub this guy in, and if he's not available, sub this guy in. That would uh, be – yeah, that would be very nice. Um or, or even like, you know, this is my formation. Uh, try to fill in as many of these positions as you can. So, like, I want players one, two, and three on the line. If three is not available, go to the next formation where you can fill in as many people as possible or whatever. That would be yeah. so helpful. It would make that phase of the game be almost instantaneous for me. Uh, instead of spending the two minutes trying to shuffle people around, I can just click on my formation and uh, trust that it will put the guys I want out on the pitch. That would be very, very nice. And I would love to see them implement, uh, implement that. Yeah. Well, just overall, it's still a huge improvement over Blood Bowl 2 formation. Thing. Yeah, Blood Bowl 2 is just sort of save a formation. And, and, and you can only do it when you're in a game, too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it. I, I I don't actually use it in Blood Bowl too. I just I find it annoying. <laughs> I just yeah. I set up everybody by hand. Yeah. Um, but I, I I do love the formation editor in Blood Bowl three, and I and I hope they uh, they get it to a point where I can actually like genuinely use it because I still really have to set up people by hand, unfortunately. Um. All right. I, I know you've been playing a lot of BB twenty twenty for a while now. You play tabletop. Uh, you play actual yeah. tabletop. You can play BB three. How are you feeling I about the rules it. now? You still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You still, yeah. I'm I'm in my third uh, tabletop league season now, and just still loving the way it plays. I, like everything's just a lot easier to remember, and yeah, it 
I feel like it's a great update. Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, I haven't played as much, nearly as much of it as you have, but it still feels, uh, for lack of a better word, correct. Right, like the 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 nerfs and the buffs that they've given feel right. Uh, the new options you have, like jumping over prone people, feels right. Uh, the ability to use multiple rerolls in a turn, I wasn't sure how I felt about that at first, but it, I, I feel it adds a whole new layer to the game. Yeah, and you can just like save up all of your rerolls for that one absolutely crucial uh, turn that you have, and feels really good when you're able to do that and everything works. Yeah. You could save up for important turns. It also, so like in blood bowl two, once you got to like four rerolls, you have to start questioning yourself because what would tend to happen is you have any more rerolls than that. They're just going to waste because you just, you can't spend, you're going to have a couple turns where you don't need it and you end up with rerolls that you just can't spend, but that's not true anymore. Now, you could have 473 re- – well, you can't literally have that many, but you could have a lot of re-rolls and, because you can spend multiple re-rolls in a turn. And it just changes up tactics, right? Because, again, we talk about – when we're talking about 1d6, 2d6, 3d6, um, especially for the 1d6s, like having a re-roll drastically changes your odds and it changes everything. And now that you have multiple opportunities to re-roll dice, uh, you still can't re-roll a, a – die pool more than once but you know i could re-roll a pass i could re-roll a catch in a single turn that's huge that's huge yeah and it's kind of interesting that some of the uh abilities synchronize so you can re-roll multiple single dice in a pool which i absolutely love like brawler and pro are just really interesting uh abilities that I don't think worked as well. Well, pro didn't work as well in blood bowl two. I'll have to say. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I really like that change. The rules. Uh, I, I am, I think my biggest disappointment with blood bowl three is that I want to be playing with these new rules. Like I really, really, really want to be playing <laughs> this game and it just can't do it yet. They, they've gone a long way and, in a third of a year. And I'm really, I'm hopeful at this point that by the end of the year, we have something solid. Yeah. That's kind of been my impression since uh, the 2020 rules dropped. And then like eventually started playing tabletop with them. It was like, Oh man, I love playing online with mammal, but I wish we could play the new rules so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the other big, I'm going to call it a problem, but it's it's very much, it's obviously intentional. This is a GW game. <laughs> uh, it's just the lack of races, right? We, we got a new race. We got yeah. lizards. <laughs> but yeah. we're missing mainstays. Like, I, there's no one dead. There's, like, there's a lot yeah. of teams missing. <laughs> the, the lack of undead is really kind of troubling and... Uh... At least we have some elfy teams and like we've we've got some uh, some good bashy teams out there and some good dodgy teams. But like no stunties at all is 
just really strange because they it's are baffling. so much fun. They are I guess so it's much not fun with this rule set. How so? Uh, well, the they're generally better at passing than they were before because hmm. you don't have that negative to pass. It's all baked into your passing score, so you can have stunty players that are decent passers. Um, like the Snotling team has so many fun weapons and tools and players that you're just absolutely going to love once you're able to play them. Yeah, I, I said it was baffling. I guess it's not baffling. If you're already going to start with nine teams, which is really the problem, I mean, I guess it's you got to have humans, you got to have orcs. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's not enough. Like there's, there's staple teams that are missing that, that they got to get in the game. <laughs> they got to get them in the game. <laughs> and um, it seems like they could have done Underworld really easily since they've already got like the goblins and they've already got the Skaven and they could, I don't know. It, yeah, it seems but they, like they're, they're really close to having them in. The, oh, I guess they do have Snotlings now in that team. They gotta, but, they gotta have something for DLC though. <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, do you maybe not in Blood Bowl three, but in just uh, BB twenty twenty in general? Uh, what's your impression of lizards? So they have the new chameleon skink. What do you think about the chameleon skink? Oh, I I love the chameleon skink. It, oh yeah, why is that? I mean, now you've basically got a thrower on a lizard team and uh having that on the ball ability to start with gives them way more range than you might otherwise think like they can go pick up the ball and be moving nine squares all together and it's huge yeah i i on my lizard on my uh ladder lizard team i I don't know anything about you know the new rosters really and what what formations people are running. I decided to go with two chameleons, and uh, you're absolutely right, man. Just having a passing game, I'm just like, what is this team? Uh, this is different. <laughs> um, I yeah. had a lot. I had a lot of fun playing lizards. I mean, lizards lizards were really really strong in in the old rules. I still think they're really strong in the new rules. Um, most of their game yeah. plan at least seems to be the same. But those chameleons, they're a little bit more expensive, but they, they give you options that are really interesting and refreshing, I think, for a Lizardman team. Yeah, I I played my first tabletop 2020 game, or my first tabletop league for 2020 with Lizards, and I had a blast. Uh, <laughs> the chameleon skink was definitely my MVP in the first game that I played, and then he got absolutely demolished by a <laughs> necromantic team. <laughs> uh, like, I think the lizard's uh, biggest drawback is their cost. It's it's kind of like running a wood elf team in a way where, like, you can't get into a death spiral <laughs> with them. Just Yeah, cost, cost and no block, I, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what yeah, was your starting roster? Um, 
I think I went with one chameleon skink and five sauruses. So you ended up with two rerolls? Yeah. Yeah. It it worked out pretty well. Um, but yeah, like I I did end up losing a few sources along the along the way and that really put me behind the the money curve. Yeah, yeah. The expensive teams as you mentioned. Yeah, that death spiral really hurts. <laughs> you get beat up yeah. early and all your players, all your positionals are really expensive and you're like, Well, I guess I'm I guess it's skinks for the rest of this competition a (laughs) i mean to be fair like those skinks are really really sneaky and you can do a lot with them so it (laughs) i I had a a ladder game against a guy i I guess maybe it was a new player um but on on certain turns just so i could get some distance i would end up uh basing him with a skink and he seemed very eager he's like ah now i've got your skink uh but then he couldn't go anywhere, and he he got very visibly he got very it was, it was another concession, <laughs> but got very visibly <laughs> frustrated when uh, he'd take a block on a skink, um, but then I guess didn't realize he'd have nobody left to go after me and my cage and the ball. He he had a couple turns where he just clicked right through the turns, and I was like, okay, <laughs> GG. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, with journeyman skinks, you could just like tie up players like crazy with them, and they're they're deceptively uh, difficult to take down sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're only getting a block or two off, then you know maybe I'm going to get lucky on those blocks. Um, like obviously, obviously, if you can hunt a skink, you hunt a skink, and obviously, I'm not going to give you all five of my skinks, but. Um, sometimes you just put them in a position. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's easy to put them in a position for an assist to, to push somebody away or, or block somebody down. Um, but I've been having a lot of fun with the lizard team. I haven't played lizards in a very long time. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to stick with it in ladder play, uh, see what I can do with it. Uh, I don't have a big guy yet. Uh, I'll probably pick up a Crocs when I can afford one. Uh, probably get the reroll first. I don't know. I'm not sure. Get the reroll first. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think I'm actually down two Saruses uh, going Ooh, into my right. next game, which is, yeah, which is rough. But uh, yeah, those uh, those injuries really hurt on a lizard team if one of your Saruses mm-hmm. gets taken down. Yeah, yeah. Again, in my last game, he he took four of them. He removed four of them off the pitch. <laughs> I yeah. was like, okay. <laughs> um. All right. So, um, yeah, so I, I think Blood Bowl 3 is in a really good spot. I think if people have not given it a shot and they're really eager to get into Blood Bowl or to get into the new rule set, uh, I'm I'm going to recommend it. I'm going to say at this point, go for it. Uh, you've got solid online play. The game works. There's only 10 teams, but, you know, more will come out. Um what do you think? Like I, I, I give this a solid thumbs up right now. I'm, I'm still pretty neutral on it. Like, I, I can see what it can be, and so like, I, I really want it to be amazing, 
but <laughs> right now it's okay. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, and that's totally understandable. And there's also like, I don't want to minimize people's first impressions of the game because it, it was bad. All right. People paid, I can't remember what it was, was it $30 on release, which is inexpensive for a game, but it's also a game that doesn't have all the pieces, so to speak. And it was a game that just didn't work. So some of us uh, paid a little extra to that's true. be able to some, uh, not be able for to some, play for yeah. a few extra days. And but we got, <laughs> we got barbed wire dice, I guess. That's neat. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you think about, how oh, do you yeah. think the store's going right now? Um, well, I was going to say not so much the store, but the uh, coach unlocks are really great uh thing that they implemented and we finally have some new pitches that you end up just getting for free once you unlock them and uh armor pieces and all kinds of other stuff and yeah i same do with the season like unlocking stuff as you play it it does give you a nice incentive to keep playing games and i love that yeah, I'm I'm not like an unlocks person. Like I I'm not like when I play fighting games I'm always the default costume. But um <laughs> I do re- in this game I I probably am not sp- you know, I might pick up a thing here or there, but I'm probably not going to spend any warp stone. Warp stone is the currency of the store. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to spend a whole <laughs> lot. I I don't really care about customization too much, but because this is Blood Bowl, right? It's a GW game with miniatures. These games are known for people kit bashing, for people painting their stuff. I do like that that option's in here. That's an option we didn't have in Blood Bowl 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, I really like that. And I'm eager to see people with unique teams and unique pieces, unique uh, models. Um, I think that the different coaches is really cool. Like you mentioned, like I love being able to choose my coach. And then if you have the animations on, they do like crazy coach things and stuff, mm-hmm. which is really fun. I do Still like Haven coach, but uh, yeah, there's, I think there's only three coach. coaches right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I also, it looks a little weird, but I do kind of like it. How, the number of cheerleaders you have or the number of cheerleaders you hired. <laughs> I, I like yeah. that. I'll score a touchdown and I have the one lone cheerleader that it's cheering for. me. <laughs> but I think that's kind of neat. And I still haven't bought any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the pitches are customizable too, right? You, like you have the, the dugouts can change and stuff too, which mm-hmm. I think is neat. And it looks like eventually there's like a stadium, or another stadium you can get soon, and yeah, so another stadium um, like a like a different pitch. Uh, no, like the stands and everything around the. Oh pitch. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I've just unlocked like the orc pitch, and that's about it. So I I do I like that customization. That. I think that's I think that's really cool, and um, uh, I look forward to more content that they're making. Um, I, yeah, I'm positive on the game right now. I, I, I like, I like what they've done. I like where it's headed. They need to, for me anyway, they need to add those missing features. I can, 
I can mm-hmm. do without the depth charts. I really want them. But if I got everything else, I'd probably be pretty happy. Um, honestly, I don't care about the AI. I rarely ever. I think my level in Blood Bowl 2, my coach level. Your your coach only leveled up in single player. I think I'm level one. <laughs> like, I never played single player. Um, yeah, I... I don't remember how that worked, but <laughs> yeah, yep. it's the same in fighting games. Like Street Fighter Six has this uh, world tour mode that everybody's talking about. They're like, oh, it's a cool world tour mode. I haven't started it, and I, I don't know if I will. <laughs> I, I just I go into ranked and I just play games. <laughs> that's 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 the uh, type of player I am. Um, but yeah, I I mean I I like this. I I like. Uh, there's a lot of new animations. I didn't actually test this. I, I meant to, and I forgot. Uh, when the game released, if you turn off... So in Blood Bowl 2, sort of the standard thing to do was to only have animations for armor breaks. And when the game rele- when Blood Bowl 3 released, I just immediately did that. I was like, oh, only have animations for armor breaks. But what that did was turn off every other animation in the game. It turned off the intros. It turned off the the, the coach animations. There's There's an apothecary animation now. It turned off all those animations. I don't know if they've change that uh, i hope they have because i i like all that fluff i really appreciate the fluff um, but i think it's more impactful when you only have the animation animations for the armor breaks uh, so yeah. i'd like to see them re-implement that uh, maybe they have i just didn't test it yeah I, I haven't tested that myself yet so let's say it's january 2024 uh based on the trajectory now where do you think this game's going to be is it going to be in a good spot I'm really hoping we'll be able to play it in our league. I am too. Um, if like, if we can get spectating replays and league tools and everybody's kosher with it, I I would love to switch over for season four. Yeah, I'm. I as soon as that happens, I'll be happy with the game. Until then, I'm okay on the game. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like uh, it's, I don't. It's fun at all playing randoms, but when you're like competing against other people you know that's just the ultimate yeah i agree um do you are there new rules for tiebreakers in bb 2020 do you know like if if you have a game that can't be tied does it it doesn't go to kicks or anything does it or do you know oh i i don't recall (laughs) well i i don't think that's been an issue in the table talk leagues that i've been playing yeah, I whatever whatever the tiebreaker is, I hope there's a different <laughs> there's a different solution for it. Yeah, like um, I don't I don't hate the one that's there, but or the one that was in twenty or in sorry Blood Bowl two, but yeah, it it would be nice to get something different. Yeah, it just feel it. I don't hate it either, but I I, I used to play Star Wars X Wing. And they made a rule at some point where ties would go to roll-offs. And that just feels bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> I just spent 75 minutes outmaneuvering or repositioning or or using tactics. And and now my game's going to come down to who rolls better. I don't, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> yeah, at least with Blood Bowl 2, like the number of uh, re-rolls you had left could influence that. So you could plan for it as it was coming up to that it is true and i do agree with that i just think generally when you get into overtime when somebody feels they're close to 
scoring because that'll win you the game. They go all in. They're like, I'm using my rerolls. Here we go. I got to score. And yeah. kicks tends to end up with no rerolls for either team. And yeah. you just roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I've had a lot of fun uh, with BB3. Um, I, I hope it gets, uh, I, I expect it to get better. I, I think they've done a great job in the last four months. Um, it's definitely much improved from release. If you own the game already, I would say hop in, give it a shot, see what you think. If you don't own the game, then, you know, as as Artificial Bunny said, maybe maybe a little more skeptical. You're like, ah, I'll hold off. I'll see where it goes from here. Uh, but if you've already put in the money, give it a shot. I, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with uh, uh, the changes they made. Um, yeah, anything else from you, Artificial Bunny? Um. If you have the ability to play tabletop, it's wonderful to try 2020 there and get a leg up. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, this is a game that you can play in person on a table or you can play it on the computer. Um, these are great options. It's, you know, I, I, being a gamer myself, I like having multiple options to get people in, right? Everybody has their own resistances or their own uh, limitations and just having more options to get people to play it uh, means more people can play it. So yeah, definitely don't forget that tabletop's an option. You can go to a game store. Uh, you you can find somebody or, or go on like BGG or, or Reddit or whatever, find a local uh, Blood Bowl league uh, and just pick up the game. I'm sure, I'm sure that you can even find people who are like, listen, you don't have to buy anything. I'll just let you borrow one of mine we can play each other see what you think yeah. and fumble is also an option if you're into that's right old school <laughs> if you're into if you're into 2d cardboard cutout sprites <laughs> <laughs> but yes fumble is an option and it's a it's a very solid uh, uh web-based front end for uh for uh blood bowl and uh and there are big leagues that use it yeah all right. Well, uh, thanks for joining me as always. And um, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but it'll be something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to play some games of fumble and we can give a report. On that. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode. You can watch the Mid-Atlantic Mauling League on Twitch at twitch.tv slash avaunit02. That's E-V-A-U-N-I-T, the letter O, the number two. And watch archive games on YouTube at Blood Bowl Mammal. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.mammal.club. That's M-A-M-L dot C-L-U-B. You can also follow us on Twitter at Blood Bowl underscore Mammal. Mastodon at mammal at M-A-S dot T-O, or on Facebook at Blood Bowl Mammal. Play Blood Bowl! You can play Blood Bowl online via Cyanide Studios Blood Bowl 2, Blood Bowl 3, or in Games Workshop's tabletop form at your friendly local game store. Be kind to each other. Forgive everyone. Praise Nuffle. And may he bless your dice. <laughs> <laughs>